All right, let's go. Welcome to a Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. Uh, gee, we're running out of content at this time of year. Tommy's here to join me. Uh, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm not as good as Jack Grealish celebrating a treble, but <laughs> I'm going okay. Yeah, he's he's sending it, isn't he? Um, yeah, look, I guess we're calling it a red edition, but I guess we've got a Champions League final to briefly look at. Um, we'll start with that and just get it out of the way so we can talk about our man Craig Goodwin and our the apparent coach of the year, Carl Viet. Um well deserved. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh Champions League final. Did you catch any of this? What a uh hmm, any any comments? Yeah, I was saying to you before, the last couple Champions Leagues I've been a bit disconnected from since it's gone to streaming. Yeah. Um but I did uh see I did watch this game. And it on, you know, you talk about the game quick on paper, you, you would probably go into this thinking city are going to s- smash them. Right. But yeah. I mean, is it, you feel that as well? Cause you're the, you're the Serie A nerd, you know, this better than we do should, you know, we, we get that kind of English bias coming into it, looking at the game, but four nil, is that like, was that like a worthy call? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think yeah. so. So it definitely could have got done in. I think, you know, the, the result and the way that the game was played, uh, testament to Inter. Like they yeah, they they brought a style of play to the game that wasn't um just like lock it down. Like they actually got at City in areas that they saw that they could exploit weaknesses. And um on another day, they could have won this. Definitely. They had their chances. Um Lukaku proving to be a bit of a goalkeeper at one end and then um also had chances of his own that he didn't make the most of. So mm. uh, they definitely had their moments. I think, um, what was it, settled by a Rodri goal? Yeah, really nice right. Rodri goal. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, Kanji assist. In it, I think um, Nicky Bandini said it best. I was listening to the whatever one it was. What is it? Guardian Weekly. And, um, you know, she described it as like in a game of um, – chaos and like lacking in any sort of composure he took one moment and really like shone in that in that time you wouldn't really bank on Rodri being the guy to do it but there you go it has, has been a, has a bit of a knack for those sometimes honey the popping up with a goal like that is just mm. just shows that extra bit of composure um sweet finish well I had a question for you about this um you know Obviously, I don't want to take anything away from the players here. Obviously, a massive success by these guys. From a board level, or maybe from an ownership perspective, Man City, is this a success or not? Or maybe not yet? If you consider the billions they've spent to pursue this Champions League, since taking over in, was it 2008 they took over or a year mm, earlier? Somewhere um, near that, yeah. Around then. It's taken a good 15, 16 years. Do you feel like maybe they would have had their sights set on this years earlier? Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. They, you know, they'd worked themselves into situations where they they were going to tournaments favourites or close to being favourites and playing good football throughout and just like stumbling at hurdles um, that they really should be overcoming. And so this was overdue for sure. Um, I don't know that it takes away from them achieving this treble, like this massive. This ma- I think that, you know, given that the project has gone on for, what, 15 years now, I thought it was really telling that Sheikh Mansour 
was at this game. Yeah. Um, and I think that was only, I think I've read that it was only the second time he's been to a game in 13 Apparently, years. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, that's crazy given how many league titles they've won and cup finals and stuff. Um, so I thought, I thought maybe that was vindication. I thought that kind of put it, put it, you know, I don't think that they're upset that they didn't win it earlier now that they have won it. I think it's okay. worked. And maybe even the stretch of them not winning it was better for them in a sense that it created a narrative for a team that doesn't really have a narrative beside mm. the cash injection. Yeah. I guess on the other side of that, you've got PSG who have still not done it. Mm. Um, in a similar that's more kind of a, that's of, more of a, yeah. that's a laughing stock thing though. Yeah. They definitely. pity them. Everyone pities um, their money. <laughs> yeah. Just to re-clarify, I don't want to take anything away from those players. It's not their No, issue. definitely not. What, what, you know, what City have achieved in the last 15 years isn't any of their... No. You know. And I've been, I've enjoyed watching the players celebrate as well. I think it's been funny, especially all these guys that are going to rock up for England International on Friday. Yeah. They're maggoted. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I rate it. I rate it highly. Um. Anything else you want to say about the Champions League? It's done. It's kind of what we expected a City win, didn't we? And uh, Yeah, we did. Here it is. Maybe not not in that manner. Yeah, maybe not in that manner. Congrats, I did, City. I did just want to shout out John Stones, who's living every centre-back's dream at the moment, um, which is escaping from having to play centre-back every weekend. Yeah. He's finally absolutely. convinced. It's the hardest thing to do in the world, convince the coach that, no, no, I'm more than a centre-back. I can, I can play different positions. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he's done it. And I love that. Just living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Oh. Um, West Ham won a trophy. How major you want to call it? I don't know. I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm not bothered. But um, a win is a win. And a trophy is a trophy, I'd like to say. Mm, I like your not bothered angle. That's kind of where I come from it. There's like a section of people who, you know, would say if you're English, you should support all the English teams in the Cups. And I think people, I think people generally do that. Not, you know, yeah. go out of their way to uh, to barrack for them, so to speak, but would prefer to see West Ham win. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, like, it didn't matter to the fans in the stadium and it definitely doesn't matter to the West Ham fans um, that I've run into in Australia. Like, that it can. It's their first first trophy, first European trophy in 43 years. It was a long uh, time. Yeah. They've never a won a time. league anywhere. Like, in any division, West Ham have never won a league, so... Uh, it was a huge deal just to get their hands on a trophy. Um, it's a hell of a stat. Yeah. We're not here to, I guess, it would get get a bit different if it's like, you know, Man City finished seventh or whatever in England and then they go and win the it's Conference League. You know, it's I think that's a little really bit different. Call. But, you know, this is a fuck, yeah. For clubs like West Ham and they were playing Fiorentina, I guess it's it's relative to their their stature a bit, isn't it? Like... Playing this, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It is what it is, um, and so well, to those fans, it's you know, winning it is that's you know that's the, what they can achieve. It's massive, and West Ham are massive everywhere they go. Um, Fior- <laughs> oh uh, Fiorentina, where where did they finish in Serie? A? Like how how would uh, they mid, rank? Mid table somewhere. West Ham were rubbish for the vast majority of this Premier League season. Yeah, and uh, they won more games in this European campaign than they did in the Premier League. I think they won 12 um, instead of 11 over the campaign. And so I, it's one of these, is the Conference League going to be uh, just an English team winning it every year? Because I get the impression that English teams should win it every year if it's the battle of the mid-table teams in each division. Perhaps, yeah. Um, Fiorentina finished eighth, I've just looked up. 
Eighth, eighth compared yeah. to fourteenth, and West Ham was scrapping for a long, long part of that season. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, well done, West Ham. There you go. Oh, and a co- cool way to do it as well. Last minute winner. You should. Yeah, that's always exciting, isn't it? Mm. Um, there was more unsavory stuff going on, which I thought we talked the yeah, other week about the see this. the Azed Alkmaar, the Dutch fans against West Ham, and then you'd think like West Ham fans would not respond similarly and throw things at people on the field. But yeah, that's, I don't know if we need to go down it because it's lumping everyone in together when it was likely a handful of fuckwits. And we know that every single club has fuckwit fans. So Mm, no, you're exactly right. That's, that's the first thing I thought too, was you lose the goodwill of what happened against Ajax. Yeah. Um, Rightly or wrongly. Rightly or wrongly. And it wasn't Ajax. (laughs) Oh, no, Ajax. Yeah. Sorry. I said, RZ, yeah. Um, but it does, I think it kind of vindicates that uh, the English aren't allowed to drink in their seats at stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. That's enough of that. That's usually saved for our red, uh, our green, green logo pod. But this is a red edition because we want to cap off Adelaide United's season. Um, it's a shame Cooper couldn't be with us tonight because, uh, like us, travels to, well, he goes to all the games at home. Went to a few away games as well. Um, so a pity you can't be here. Um, mm. But he we're going to go more than us, unfortunately. Yeah, I dare say so. Um, we'll go with Craig first. Craig Goodwin won a Johnny Warren medal a few weeks back. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. We all are in the camp of it should be two in a row. He lost that one to Brimmer the season before, but he's got it lost, now. Robbed. Robbed, Sammy. Robbed. Robbed. Um, he's got it now, though. And. So, so, so deserving. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't. I just, I love how humble he was in the, humility is not something that I generally gravitate towards, but he just seems so unassuming running along and picking up these accolades. Yeah. Like, I think I think for him, you can see it means more for him to be on the pitch for the Socceroos or for him to be scoring goals for Adelaide United than. Yeah, absolutely. Up in these. I think because I saw a few people kind of taking the mick out of him, like, oh, he's not great with words or, you know, man doesn't say a lot. And it's like, yeah, it's just because I just think he doesn't care. I don't think he's socially awkward he's, or anything. He's our captain. Like, Yeah, that's yeah. it. He must think, have some leadership qualities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's pretty clear, I think, like you just said, that it's more important to him to be that the team he's playing in wins games. Yeah, like, That's the sort Most of guy definitely. he is. He's not... You know, I'm sure he he is thrilled to have won the Johnny Warren, but mm. he would trade it in That's for Adelaide, as most players would. They would trade it in for Adelaide winning winning the flag, and I think I, I reckon flag, winning the, the flag. The We're cross coding. <laughs> uh oh, that's the that's the no sharing violation. Oh, shit, um, here we go. I reckon I reckon you'd find a lot of players would take individual honors over. You reckon? I reckon I reckon this egomania world that we live in. Yeah. Mm, Their moment in the suck. sunshine. Yeah, well, they, yeah, you'd never get an honest answer out of them. But I, I was just saying that because I just wanted to try and figure out where his consistency has come from over the last two seasons. Yeah, because he's been unmatched. Like I've, I, don't, I thought Borello was good this season, but you can see, and Lecky was good up until his injury. But you can see in the end polling, like the discrepancy between Goody and the rest of the the competition. And last season, yeah, I don't know how Brendan pips him to it. He had a decent, decent run at it, but I'm not sure how that worked out. So for me, there's got to be some fundamental reason why he's so good and has been so good for so long. 
Um, and here's hoping. Can he do it another season? Can he go back-to-back Johnnies? Well, huge call. Back-to-back Johnnies would be – that would be huge. Uh, and then we would be crying about how he's robbed a treble of Johnnies. Oh, we would as well. Wouldn't we? Um, we go to the grave with that. It just felt like this year, especially with Halloran being so poor, <laughs> um, Hero, the goals of Hero drying up and then Hero got injured and, you know, we're – with guys like Luca and George running through the middle, um, a lot of a lot of our a lot of our attacking power was kind of weighted on Craig, and even in the ten position with like Zach Clough, you know, yeah, another one of those. Enough said about him. The better I think. Uh, well, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, but you know, Craig's just had to carry a lot of the load, and he's just stepped up to it and delivered so many it. times every goal. <laughs> Nearly, it feels like nearly every goal we score, he has a huge like role to play in it. Yeah, well, you can see it's borne out in his stats. Um, yeah. You know, double figure goals and assists for the season. Uh, not, you know, only he's one of three A League players to do it. Like this doesn't happen regularly in Australia, um, and it's not that prolific overseas either. So it's a, a massive marker of the man. Yeah, and his ability to haul our ass up to third, because I without him, I'm not sure that we finish. We definitely don't finish in the six, <laughs> and I don't know where we finish. Somewhere, somewhere in that group down the bottom. Uh, yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's definitely not good. Um, we need to recruit in this whole season. <laughs> yeah, I, it's amazing to me. Like he, when he came into our side, and he was he was a left back in that championship side, and a brilliant mm. left back, a great left back. I think we talked a little bit about his pace maybe being a factor in why he didn't quite make it overseas. Yeah. Um, but also some of that is him yeah. team still trying to use him as a left back when we can see how potent he is in that final third. Mm. He's It's hard in this more modern style of game where like you want your left backs to be fast and, um, um, you know, very mobile and athletic and get up and down and stuff. Yeah. But then that you want your wingers to be explosively fast in tighter areas because of that. And he's like the more old-fashioned inside left midfielder. Like he would have been perfect twenty years ago in a four-four-two on the left. Yeah, like he's got like Ryan Giggs written all over that kind of style. His ability to pick it up inside halfway, and then to decide, okay, what is the pass on? Can I play a long-range cross? Can I get to the byline and try and beat this guy? He's got the whole thing, and you know, maybe his one-on-one take-ons aren't that good. I didn't see his stats, but well, you're clutching at straws to try and pull flaws out of this guy um yep. he's had he's had just a year to remember as well going to the world cup scoring against france like i know it doesn't count towards the johnny warren but you can't yeah he's he's been that outstanding australian footballer the only thing i could pick out if we had to if we really had to pick out something that he's not good at i would say his, his heading ability <laughs> i would say his corners Leave us a oh, bit yeah. frustrated at times, don't they? Yeah, but that's I guess that's like, for as good as he is, there's got to be something. You know, if you're a star player in the A-League, you're not going to be a complete package, are you? Because you wouldn't be playing in the A-League, would you? Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Craig may, may have. He just, he loves Adelaide, remember? That's why he's still here. Fair. Great <laughs> that. Bucks. Um, has to be cemented on that. I think we've done it before, but the Mount Rushmore of Adelaide players, um, Craig is with a Johnny Warren now. 
That's it. He's all he's missed. Well, no, he's got everything, but I think all he's missing now is a, a captain's a captain's led trophy. Yeah, that would do. Does he not have a captain's led cup? FFA Cup? I know that got me. Maybe the, the last one. I'm not sure who captain was that day. Yeah, I'm unsure. What Cooper. do we know? We just have this an Adelaide, is, but this is why we need Cooper. This is where fucking Cooper. This is where we miss he, him. He didn't even give us a good reason either. He's up to no good. Fringe show again. Something like Uh-oh. that. Um, all right. What about Carl? Carl won manager of the year. Um, I straight up. I think Montgomery's, I it was a Montgomery's been completely robbed here, I think. Um, <laughs> but he, he robbed himself, Sammy, by his ill discipline. Perhaps. Uh, what do we think? I don't think that you should have um, like a coach of the year award that you can be like disqualified from because you've been sent off. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Cause did they do that for the Johnny Warren? Why would you do it for the coach? I feel like they might. Oh, do they? Do they? I feel like they would. I wonder if it's ever come up. Did they do it for the coaches? They'd have to do it for the They'd have to, wouldn't they? Is that they? why he didn't win it? Yeah, that's what I read. Is that Monty got sent off during the season and so that made him ineligible for it. It can't be. Just that's he's the I best read. coach. It's not yeah, the brown one. No, that's what I was thinking. It's not a best and fairest. He's like the best coach. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was odd. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a mistake when I saw Carl's face pop up. I was like, what have they done here? It's it's uh, La La Land all over again. It wouldn't be a surprise to any of our listeners that we are not the biggest Carl fans. Oh, I love Carl Fair. As Boy a coach. Boy done good. Oh, as a coach. No, sorry. No. No, I thought you were that's, talking about him personally. That's all you, that's yeah, something. sure, sure. That's, that's what I'd bad. be talking about when he won Coach of the Year. I'm talking about him as a person. No, like you know, I'm very frustrated. We were very frustrated with him, especially towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, his lack of Plan B, I think, has been telling not just this season, but over the last few seasons. Um, you know, I just never seems to be able to find a different way to do things. Um, can't really recognize when things aren't going right and how to change that uh, to maybe sway it back to us or, you know, just absorb some pressure so we can fix things or things like that. Mm. That uh, I mean, it's that's exemplified in the fact that we can't beat the Central Coast Mariners. And, you know, every, I guess every team has a team that can get the wood over them. We had it with victory. We've got it to an extent with City. Um, yep. But the, the Mariners aren't a team that you should necessarily be getting thumped by every game. Thumped every game mm. and still trying the same thing. It was a bit of a theme of our our final our final game of the season, that second leg in Gosford. And leading into it, we said, if we go out the exact same shape, expecting something different here, we'd be pretty annoyed. And we did. We went out the exact same and the result didn't change. So we were, I think we were right to be pretty frustrated and annoyed about that. Yeah. Are you saying because he has no plan B that we should be looking elsewhere? Because, I mean, after three seasons, is he going to develop one? I don't think he is, but I'm still not sure. Like, I wouldn't just be jumping at a move. No. This this comes back to our, I guess, this comes back to our kind of, do we think this season was a win or not? Oh, yeah. We were going to get to this eventually, but, you know, is... Because for me, I feel like finishing in the top four is a, it's kind of both our minimum and feels like our ceiling. 
Our maximum that makes sense, doesn't all it? All at the same time, yeah. Am I right? No, that's an interesting that? way to put it. I know we've made how many semi-finals in a row now, and we can't oh, quite take. We can't quite take, and that's not all under Carl. That's under um, goes back to what was his name? The German Kurtz. Was it under him as well? Is that part I of think the same? So. I reckon we went so to one blurry to me. <laughs> we've been to so much Adelaide United football that it all just blurs for me. Um, Pre-COVID too, that's hard. But you know, four. Four semi-finals in a row, and I, I just, uh, people say, "Oh, we we should have been able to take that next step," but can we? Like, are we even able to? Do we have the, uh, the resources to? You know, yeah, we we're not I, that kind of club. I feel like we punch above our weight as it is, making the top four every every year consistently. That's probably the win. Is now that the the long term project if you want to call it that has seen us finish in the top four consecutively and so <laughs> sorry got something in my throat <laughs> sending it yeah have some red wine that'll help i can feel it creeping up and i was like ah i'm not saying anything too important that i can't cough it out anyway um <laughs> uh, what was i saying something Something inquisitive. Uh, well, I mentioned out. about finishing top four so consistently. Oh, yeah. Like what I really liked what you said when, um, like you say that it's the minimum and the maximum because if you if we didn't reach top four, we'd be pissed. But then yep. somehow every time when we do reach top four, we're kind of just surprised in a way. We're like, oh, shit, yeah. we did it. Like I can't believe we actually and then battled left- it out against the good teams. and But then also left with the taste for more and the hope mm. for higher. And I just don't know if we have it in us. And this squad, I think, definitely... Is it a top four squad? Uh, I think so. Because I think because we were able to put that run on the 12 games um, unbeaten, that kind of shows that, yeah, Yeah. this is a good team. Um, So I think we did prove ourselves. Uh, I had a a crazy theory about the drop-off. We we know that we're a patchy team and we love to go on runs. Um, and that's probably what happened again this season. But the run did coincide with uh, Piet leaving the club and the th- three, you know, that were faceless owners coming out into the light. Yep. Surely, surely that wasn't the catalyst for the drop-off. No, I wouldn't have thought. I think we it, it was up. just a tail of the season that we had all the way through was up, down, up, down. It was, really only, it was really only up, down... Up, down, down. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Kind of, it was a really shit roller coaster. For the World Cup, came back from the World Cup with dog shit for a while, went on that ridiculous run, and then downhill for the last little bit. Yeah, one in seven to top it yeah. off. Um, yeah, it's I mean, that's why it makes it a funny old season to sit here and review because there were so many high good moments, and like if you go back over the red editions, yeah. There'll be some elated moments, some at the matches where we're just losing our minds. Um, and for a long while there, I thought we could win the league. And then, yeah, it kind of just fizzles out into we're, we're questioning whether it was disappointing or not. Really. In the end, so, it's in the end, it feels like we were nowhere near it. It does, doesn't it? And that's yeah. not just like the points gap between us and City, but you see the head-to-head results with the Mariners and the fact that they did go on in the grand final and win it. They did go on to win it, yeah. Um we're not up to those top two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so win or no win this season, a success. Can we actually 
like I, I might be fence sitting, but just this just feels like meager. Par. Par. Made par. That's it. We did it. We did the thing that we should have and we didn't do the thing that would be awesome. So yep. I guess, you know, keep Craig Goodwin. It looks like some of the out, outgoings might be fruitful for us. We've freed up a international spot. Potentially could sign another midfielder, which would be good. I think what looks pretty clear to me is the difference between going on to that, taking that next step out of the top four, lies in our uh, foreign recruitment. Has to be. Our oh, international yeah. players. But I'm how long sorry, have you said this, dude? I'm not giving Zach Clough any more time. Yeah, project so, over. I think um, he's only got six months. Or he's got another year. Another, year. So, another oh, season, I think. Sake. So, um, if we can just cap off, I want to finish off. I don't. I feel like we've been a bit. I've, well, I personally, I think I've been a bit rough on Carl there. Um, but I think it's good to highlight some something he is good at and what he has done for this club in terms of uh, the youth youth mm-hmm. setup and bringing those youth players through. I think has been extraordinary. He deserves a lot of praise for that. Yep, I wholeheartedly agree. And I love his South Australian focus. I'm not sure that you could have sold the idea that, you know, the very, the very beginning, they called it the people's team or whatever it was. Yeah. And for some reason, that's always, I mean, it's marketing as an, I was a kid. And so that's yeah. stuck with me all the way through. And for me, the people's team means incorporating local players. And I think you wouldn't have had that effect with another manager. He was like the yeah. right guy for the right time with this crop of youth players. And so it's all worked out really well in that respect. Um, and so let's, let's just fingers crossed that because he is a guy that relies on his players winning their individual battles and being the better player on the day. Like he's not going to beat a team tactically, yeah. so to speak. And so maybe we just get a season where everyone, the stars align and everyone clicks. And I think that, you know, we've got the talent there. We've got the potential. It just needs to get the right environment, right foundation, like the Mariners did. Yeah, very good. All right. Um, uh, last thing on Adelaide United, I want us to go through. Uh, we're going to pick. Our, we, I think we went from, we changed it from moment of the season to game of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm basically just asking you what your highlight was. Um, what was your highlight of the A-League season for Adelaide United? There, like we said then, there was a, a few because you have those incredible runs. You know, the first run, um, where you string a few good home results together, weather's nice. You're thinking, okay, the season could be good. Yeah. You go on the dip, and then you roll into this incredible streak of games, um, which I thought was best summed up by the home game against Melbourne City that we did them in four two. Yeah, great call. Um, Irwin Kunda scores that you know the icing on the cake. That last you know ten minutes, last five minutes, the the sealer, and that means you can celebrate in the stands and like you know that it's going. You get a little bit of time to enjoy it, so. That game had everything. Is our years uh, playing long range balls um, from deep, just on a dime. Like the man was on fire that night. Craig Goodwin doing Craig Goodwin things. It was, it was that was us at our absolute peak, and we knocked off who I you know despite the grand final result, I still think City are the best team in the comp. Um, so yeah, that was my highlight. Yeah, nice. We'll get to the grand final in just a sec. Uh, just. Andrew Naboo put Melbourne City 1-0 up early on in the ninth minute and then we was, scored. Was that the, sorry, was that the game where he lifted up his shirt and actually showed how lean he is? It might have been because everyone was calling him a fat Archie Thompson. Um, <laughs> and then Lucky Barr scored in like the 48th minute, like but in the first half, so stoppage time, right on half mm. time. 
Uh, second half, Craig Goodwin scores, then Louis scores. Uh, with half hour to go, with three one up, they get one back through Tilio, and then, like you said, the Irin Kunda, the Irin Kunda goal seals it off. Isay is finished with two two goals in that game. Uh, sorry, two assists. Yep, and that was that was just gorgeous, gorgeous assists. Yeah, um, there we go. You should definitely wind them back. The funny thing about the Tilio goal is he was like notably five foot five, and he scored an unmarked header in the box. Um, <laughs> Yeah, which I think just best encapsulates the frustrations with the season as well, which was pro- predominantly with our centre-back partnerships. All right. Um, my game was the 5-1 at home against Wellington Phoenix. Um, I just think we were talking about this off-air before we started recording, but I think we both agreed this is probably the most fun we had at an Adelaide game this season. Um for a number of reasons, we were there was a good, a good healthy. Uh, it was like nine thousand there, which is I still think is decent for the A League. Um, Wellington, that's massive. Well, Wellington as well, yeah. Wellington, that's at home. Tra- traditionally our lowest um, crowd of the season. We were we found ourselves three 0 up. Goals from Bar Jovanovic, uh, Scott Wooten own goal, and <laughs> this was the that's game where we were three 0 up, but it could have been so many more at this point. Um, and then. Alex Rufus scored a penalty for Wellington and shushed the crowd. Egregious. One of the did he shush? Was it, did he do the shush or did the ear? I think he did the shush, didn't he? Or did he do the ear? No, nah, I, I think he know. did the I shush. Know he was definitely bigging it up yeah. on the way back as well. Trying he was to bigging it up, up and he was having. He really sent it with the celebration, and we went on to score two more. And I just remember that last twenty minutes because we scored. Craig Goodwin scored in the seventy-first minute. And after that, I felt like we could have scored like four more. Like yeah, it was, it could have got double digits. It felt that way. It was a lot of fun. We had a we had a blast that night. It was really good. Yep, that no, definitely the most enjoyable game of the season. It's I love that we, you can get those stark contrasts because I would say the least enjoyable game of the season was the Newcastle defeat at home. Oh yeah, just in that in that searing heat as well. Yeah, You're cooking. And you're watching this insipid football. You're like, why? But that's why, because then you get a Wellington at home, and yeah, every yeah, you just can't you can't beat that that buzz when you smash someone at home. Hey, um, I my favorite fixtures are the Friday nights. Of course, definitely. I love it. Remember that season when we had like ten out of our thirteen games Friday night, mm. and I just I just got so lit all season long. <laughs> God, it was good. Yeah, more Friday night, please. Brilliant. Um, I think we decided to pick for Cooper, and I'm sure we, this is it. It has to be. We decided collectively that we, you can't not talk about the round two. Was it round six? Mm. Six. It was the. Oh, was it round? No, it was the. It was like the first it, time we played him. Yeah, because because we had um we started with lots of away games, didn't we? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we beat Adelaide. Uh, we beat Melbourne Victory three nil at home, and just really put the sword to these idiots. Who it turns out had a pretty ordinary season. They nearly clawed their way back to finals, but they didn't quite get there. And they were mostly Ooh-hoo. terrible. But this team ca- that came out against us that night had Paul Izzo, uh, Stefan Negro, Miranda Broxham, Belante was in it. Uh, Marshawn was in it. Economides, Nani, Falami, and Fornaroli. And we absolutely murdered them 3-0. It took us to the 86th minute to get the second one. But 
3 0 on the scorecard. Looks good, doesn't it? Oh, it looks good. It felt good in the stadium as well. I'm sure there were nervy moments, but I came away from that game thinking we dommed them from start to finish. Yeah. Sorry, uh, they it... also had the Spaniard, TK Cadet, at left back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There Big team. Comes on paper. Comes with a bigger pedigree. Yeah. yeah. That was um, Nani's introduction as a, a short lived villain story in the Adelaide United Melbourne victory game. Because he spent le- legitimately more time on the deck in that fixture than he did, you know, upright trying to get onto the ball. And if yeah. he did, Ryan Kiddo monstered him anyway. So I remember being, I wasn't there. I was away that weekend watching on my phone. And um, <sighs> we, were, we were on a bit, it was an end of season soccer trip. So we were sending it a oh, bit. And when those, the goals went in and we just took it up another level. It was brilliant. <laughs> anyway, great win. <laughs> Nothing galvanizes you more. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, that was um, Cooper's favorite win. And well done, Cooper. Great pick. Yeah, thanks for justifying it too. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap on Adelaide's season, I think. Um, you want to talk the A-League Grand Final before we wrap up? Yeah, we can muse on it. Let's do it. No one, no one expected that, did they? I'll start off with this. I'm very, I've gone through different phases of feeling different things and wanting different teams to win this Grand Final. Mm-hmm. I've got the fuck city angle, which is like mm-hmm. city football group. I've had enough of them. Get rid of them. And then I've got the, they were the best team all year. They probably deserve to be champions because finals are stupid in soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Central Coast ended up getting a home final in a way that they didn't deserve. Um. The refereeing was also atrociously bad uh, for, in particular, just the the second penalty. I don't know what in what world that is a handball ever. And it just that can't be. Of, and that killed it. That made it 3-1, which really put the yeah. game a bit bit out of reach. And yeah. um, But then I saw the video that came out of Scott Jamison carrying on like a twat before the game, like he always does. And then I leaned back into being okay with Melbourne losing this, <laughs> being okay with the Mariners getting it done because fuck Jamo, the flog. He's done it again. He's done it again, yeah. He made it He's all fucking... about him and it's backfired. He's swayed public opinion. Um, I don't know. This might shock you. I kind of uh, liked what Jamo did there. Did you? Yeah, I thought the Central Marin- uh, Central Coast Mariners guy was out of line. Like he's he's just a guy on the sidelines, basically. What is it to him where the goalkeeper stood? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, whatever. I reckon he's out of line. I reckon Jamo did the good thing, come in, st- stood up for the young. He's literally just telling the guy to move. Jamo comes running in, oh, don't fucking touch him. He's just a boy. <laughs> oh, what are you, some big old dad, Jamo? You midget. Shut up. Uh, Jamo's older than us, isn't he? He's he could definitely be a dad. Yeah, he's 34. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's dead spec. I yeah. can see that. And I reckon he's had about 10 grand finals and won one. That's a good point. He, yeah. I mean, he announced that this was his retirement game as well. And then did he come on? <laughs> he got belted 6-1 and just no, watched the didn't. game. He didn't come on. <laughs> um, after the Adelaide United grand final against Western Sydney, he punched a friend of ours out in town as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who was giving him shit about the result, and he he's he's that small of a man that he punched someone over it. So there you go. Yeah. There's my there's yeah. our hot take on Jamo. Knowing who it was, uh, it kind of makes me like Jamo more. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no names. Um, yeah. how do you feel about this grand final? What do you have to say about it? 
I hate it. I hate the whole thing. I just, yeah. I think it gets more and more irrelevant when this happens. There was, I mean, you saw it in the W League final as well. Um, two grand final, uh, two champions, like the premiers, sorry, the guys who finished top of the table at the end of the season, ended up having to play in Sydney against New South Wales teams and both the yep. New South Wales teams won. And so I think there's definitely an advantage and a pattern's going to emerge where if a New South Wales team is in this, and if it stays there beyond three years, which I can't see why it wouldn't, who's going to bid for the A-League grand final? Yeah. Um, then, yeah, but you're probably going to see a New South Wales stranglehold on the on this thing that doesn't really matter because City were the best team this season and they won the league convincingly yep. in the end. Um, but then, yeah, like you said, fuck CFG. Like, of course they should. They're the best resource team. They've got the best facilities. Yeah. Um, they've got the biggest scouting network. You know, it's... Of course. So that brings in, you know, the Mariners small guy thing, you know, smallest budget, least spend, et cetera, et cetera. So for them to beat City in a one-off game doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, by all means, celebrate it. Like, have fun. Good stuff. Um, Cummings, though, star, hat-trick in a grand final. Um, Sammy, Sammy Silvera was, if we want to talk about the actual football, Sammy Silvera was mm. brilliant. His goal was awesome. And then I believe... Silvera it was who played the cross for the Encololo goal, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or was it the Maresh goal? I'm not it? sure. Outside of the, the Maresh goal, yeah, because yeah. they celebrated together, I think. Not sure. Can't remember. Yeah. I was By that point, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is a thing, I guess. There's too many goals. I can't keep up. Yeah. Sea of yellow. Mm. Yeah. I know there was one comment. Um, it might have been you that said it. Um, there's 26,000 people here, and the vast majority of them are going to go home happy. And you're like, ooh. Last season, that wouldn't have been the case. And you throw in the fact that the Mariners haven't won at Amy Park in like 10 years. So um, yep. that's a huge advantage to sway for the basis of nothing, really. So that I said, but yeah, the football itself, Cumdog has etched himself into history now. Um, there's only a handful of people that will ever score a hat trick in an A League grand final. And, you know, remarkably, in, you know, a pantheon of greats that includes Archie Thompson. Cumdog still may be the biggest wanker of the lot to do it. <laughs> now that he's gone to India, I can I just be the first to say I don't like this guy. And I just the more footage that I see of him doing stuff, I reckon if I was on his team, I'd the whole time I'd just be like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm so sick of this dude. I'm starting to feel that a bit. I don't know if it's because uh, some certain Adelaide fans of ours uh had a video with him after an Adelaide game with him talking up Rangers again and like, just <laughs> shut up, man. You did nothing for them. <laughs> Leave it at home, bro. Leave Have a spell. Home. Have a spell. <laughs> and then and then deciding to go to India. Like, come on, bro. It's an interesting move. I mean, how much more money is he making there? Than he the come here to help him. Help his career and play for the Socceroos by coming to the A-League. And mm. now he wants to I like play, that- play in India. Arnie um, has immediately left him out of his next soccer squad as well. So right. that, I'd, I fuck with that. I like that. See ya. See you later. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't want to know you anymore. Good job. Thank you. Cool. All right. Um, I think we might leave it there. We're happy. We're done. That's We're done. Season done. Season. It all came crumbling down for us a bit late on, didn't it, with the the complete batterings at the hands of Central Coast and then they battered Melbourne City and no one really knows how to feel about it. If you've just mm. listened to us for the last 10 minutes there about it, it's uh, why are the finals a thing and why has it been locked into Sydney? You know, it's a question we're going to keep asking. Um, 
We're going to take a couple of weeks off, I think, maybe two or three weeks off. We're going to come back. Stay tuned. We're going to – are we going to – are we telling the folks what we're going to do or – What, that we, we've got an NSF tour of um, Southeast Asia <laughs> coming up? Yeah, we're, going to, we're taking the Indian money as well. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if anyone wants to give us money, sure. Like, we'll take it. Like, I won't say no, you know. Um, uh, have you had a, had a your shots? I'm ready to go, man. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to come back in a few weeks. We're going to do an Adelaide United draft of our uh, – we're going to pick an 11 each. Won't be allowed to have the same players, so that'll be fun. That'll be something fun to do. Um, hopefully see some old names. Um, yeah. then, Reminisce. We're gonna, then we're going to preview the Women's World Cup with the Matilda squad. So um, keep an eye out for that. It's all going to happen. And then I'm sure football will just get hectic again and we'll be busy, busy, busy. So we're going to take a few weeks off. If you've been with us all season again, or if you're just joining us now, thanks for listening. Thanks heaps for your support. Keep getting around our social media. Keep getting around the feed. And uh, tell your mates, tell your friends, tell your football-loving friends and family. And uh, have a good few weeks, folks. Enjoy the winter. Enjoy no football just for a tiny little portion. (laughs) 